um, identifying wise, I would say I'm a creative who has a business Mm -hmm. because I am learning the business thing as I go along. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think how amazing, like such a sick opportunity. Like I've, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm loving every yes. flipping minute of it. Oh, I love love it. Literally yeah. love it. If I make 50 grand, great. If I make 60 grand, great. If I make 30 grand, great. As long as I can pay my rent, pay for my dog's anxiety medication. <laughs> Life is good. And oh, a bottle of wine. <laughs> Living the dream. Welcome back to the Perth Business Podcast. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, hello again. I'm Taryn your host, and I speak to local Perth business owners for those golden nuggets of wisdom I speak to the thought leaders, creatives and innovators of Perth so that you can have insights on how to run your business, whether you're starting something new or you're trying to grow. Grab a cup of coffee, settle in and make sure to reach out after the episode to let us know what you thought, to ask any questions or suggest other guests in the future and subscribe so you get the episodes weekly. So, yeah, welcome to the Perth Business Podcast, Katie. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's going to be a real fun one. Um, And like I said, yep, I've rolled off the beach, but you look stunning. Oh, thank you. Perhaps you have a business in um, (laughs) the aesthetically pleasing realm. Am I I close? Kind of in the name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, So how are you this morning? How are you feeling? Good. I feel good. No coffee for me today. I find that when I worked in mining back in the day, I would have four or five coffees a day hanging off the walls, like left to right. And I also feel like somewhere deep down I have suspected ADHD. (laughs) So I feel like it's like, ooh. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I could never. <laughs> so no coffee for me, only on special occasions, I like an espresso that. martini when yes. you're at bottomless brunch. Yeah, because the alcohol like counters yeah. the caffeine. I find so does the dance moves. You know. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. work it out. Absolutely. Mm. I have Balance. the same thing at work when I have my second coffee. I'm like, I've got to make sure I'm doing something productive. Otherwise, I sit there just like, woo, anxiety, but fast. Yes, <laughs> faster anxiety, which is what the last thing we need. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you again for taking time this morning to chat to me. Of course. Shout out to Beck, my, yes. um, our mutual mate, mm-hmm. um, who connected us. And uh, does she use your services? She actually came in for her first lash lift the other day, which is how we got chatting. Yes. And I just think she's such a flippin' legend. Yeah. Like, just so wholesome as a person. Yeah. Like, one of those people that you're like, I could be friends with you for the rest of my life. Immediately. And never get bored. Ever. Yeah. Like, just such good quality High quality person. Yes. Love. But yeah, she came in for her first ever lash lift the other day. Amazing. She was like, I've had some in the past, haven't had the best experience, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, I believe in myself 100%. I'm going to slay your life. Like these lashes are going to be the best you've ever had. And she was like, mm, 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 put it off for a little while. And then she came in and, and she got the mirror at the end <laughs> and she was like, oh, you were right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, I can hear it. her saying that as well. Like I can see it in her voice. <laughs> They're like, Ooh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> She is great. And we met through like a working environment. So yep. I had the exact same like, we're gonna, are we going to be friends for life? Is like, this best friends? Yeah. Are we? Best friends. <laughs> and we have. And it's like the chillest friendship because you kind of connect whenever you catch up. Yeah. And it's all And never things. hard work. Yeah. Isn't that good when you're an adult that you just have friends that you can count on and just yes. be like, they're going to be there 100% yeah. of the time, but I don't have to check in with them every second of the day like in high school. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. That is it. that is too much work. So thank you, Beck, for the connection. Yes. Um, I feel like we might be friends after this. Okay. Um, maybe you I'm can come in for a lash lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. It was funny because she said, oh, she's like, you wanted to try them before, but I'm scared to commit. So let's Let's get into your story because I want to, mm. by the end of this, I want to have my fear debunked. Um, oh, totally. <laughs> I'm here. 
I'll put my we'll debunking hat on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Debunk <laughs> the myths. Yep. Um, so tell me about your business. I told I know that I said services before mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, maybe that's not the right word <laughs> for someone who's just started listening to the podcast. It's like ser- services? <laughs> kind of services do you offer? So I run a lash, brow and spray tan mm-hmm. business at home in Kudel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me and my dog that are at home, which oh. is amazing. Nala's my... Oh. Be all and end all. Yeah, I've got her tattooed name. on me. Big fan. What, oh, it's like <laughs> Just her little ears. ears. Oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah. So she's my Staffy and Kelpie um, cross who I adopted a few years ago. And I, she's got so much anxiety and I was like working nine to five sort of vibe in mining. And I yeah. was like, I would love to live every day like with my dog. Mm. I know that sounds like a crazy dog lady. No. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I embrace that also for you. I love that. And I was like, how can I make a job? where I can work from home mm-hmm. all the time and be with my dog. Um, and so I was working in mining and was just sort of doing data entry and getting a bit bored. Um, and I was like, oh, I might just try a beauty course and like try my hand at it. Because yeah. if not, it's something new to learn and I love learning new things. Yeah. Um, being a Scorpio, I'm very like into always like reinventing myself. Oh, I love that. Um, and so, yeah, very spiritual. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just loved the fact that I could just try something new and be like, well, if I fail, who cares? Yeah. Like it's learning. Yeah. That's the cool thing about being an adult is yeah. it's like you have adult money. Yes. Go do whatever you and want. And I see the tattoo, the Scorpio yes. tattoo. <laughs> also adult money. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I love that. Um, but yeah, I so I run now the Lash and Brow Studio at home with spray tans as well, which I incorporated cool. in the last like eight, ten months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very new. Um, but spray tanning was something I wanted to incorporate into my business because I wanted to attract a new crowd that was not just focusing on lashes and brows, mm-hmm. but in a way that people can feel empowered in another way. Because I feel like spray tans for some people are their way of like, oh, when I have a spray tan, I feel like, you know, some people say I've lost five kilos or something yeah. like that. And they feel so empowered to go out and conquer the world yes. in a spray tan. And I love that. And I want to be that space for like, whether it's plus size, straight size, they, thems, whoever, however yes. you identify it, you are welcome in my space for any service ever, but especially with spray tans. I think it's so empowering. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I, I think I've been for a spray tan twice yep. um, and it was peer pressure from my mates um, because I have like <laughs> olivey skin and yeah. it's just like sometimes I get an uneven tan Sure. and we had an event and I was wearing this like dress that had like a backless bit and my friend was like, oh my God, come and get a spray tan. And I was like, ugh, I can't be bothered. Like I feel so exposed. I feel like it's mm. a waste of money because I get tanned in the, sun, in the sun immediately afterwards. I was like, oh my God, I feel amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Literally life-changing. Yeah. And I feel like because tans have developed so much in the last few years, especially with, um, I feel like COVID impacted the main ingredient DHA yeah. in spray tans, not to get too into oh, it. Oh, please, no, get into but it. I did a spray tan masterclass yeah. um, with Lahoria Studios and just like it's opened up my mind and oh, my wow. brain is like, whoa. Like I love the fact that you can like get so into all the nitty gritty. Yeah, well, how did COVID impact that? um, There was, like, COVID productions in DHA where they were, like, making that main ingredients for spray tan. And then one of the big manufacturers for it, like, I don't know which brands it's impacted, but, for example, like Bondi Sands or, like, Loving Tan or whatever, um, they all source their stuff from two main producers in the US, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, And then... COVID hit and they needed the manufacturing space to go and do COVID injection stuff like right. and everything for that. And so they were like, well, we have no DHA. So oh, they no. had to get filtered down into all different other like suppliers and stuff like that. So I feel like now for me, it's more like locally produced, right. which is like so cool, whether yeah, it's like Australia so it's or like closer to home. Got yeah. it. 
That makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. So cool. Well, at least that was my understanding from the training, which I think is sick. Like, and I love the fact that like how quickly was the world able to adapt with COVID? Like, whoa. For something like a spray tan, which you wouldn't think is like a necessity, but for so many people, it's ingrained in their schedules. Oh yes. Thursday night. I was going to say. Thursday night is tan night. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so you can have a banging weekend, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So tell me more about, um, let's talk about how you started, maybe let's talk about your customers now and how they get a value out of, you know, the professional services that you supply. Mm -hmm. And then I really want to delve into how you started because I feel like so many of my friends are interested in beauty products. So Mm. many people in Perth are like, you know, they have their routinely um, rituals and things that they go through every Mm -hmm. week that allow them to live their best lives. Not even saying that ironically, like literally. (laughs) Literally. Best lives. Totally. Um, And for someone to take that and be like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. And, and I will. Absolutely. And then to do it. And if it was a smooth process. But how do people get value out of how do you see how do you perceive people getting value out of, you know, investing in themselves, in their appearance, in that routine? I think for me, like for example, before coming on the pod today, I was mm. like, I'm going to do my hair and then I'm going to feel really good because mm. and I'm going to go to the gym before because I know I feel like that rush of endorphins. Yes. I feel so good. Yeah. And then my hair's done. My endorphins are up through the roof, yes. which we love. Yes. And then I was like, put on a face and then come in. And yeah. I just feel like I can conquer the world yeah. because I've like invested time into me. Yes. And I think that's huge. And in a day where we prioritise being busy mm-hmm. and it's so glorified, like how was your week? Busy. Mm. Why do we have to be busy? Why, Why can't we be like, oh, actually I had a wonderful weekend where I just sat by the lake and I read my book. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Or like, yeah. oh, I plucked my eyebrows. It took me an hour, but like I took my time. I did a face mask or whatever. Yeah. And you indulge and you feel good. And I just think that investment process and also a way that you can, I feel like especially women, we're not really told to touch ourselves like physically just on our hands or on our skin mm. too much. Like it's sort of like don't invest time in yourself. Mm. We've got to look pretty. Mm. And so like finding that happy balance for you to be like, oh, I want to invest in self-care, but not too much. Yeah. Like finding that right balance. But don't ever... If you want to pluck your eyebrows or get a spray tan, invest in yourself. If it's going to make you feel like you can conquer the world, Mm -hmm. 100% do it. Like, because that resets your whole mind. Like, I just love the fact that people can come and see me every two weeks for the eyelash extensions. Mm -hmm. We both get a therapy session out of each other, basically, (laughs) because I sit there and I am very much an oversharer. Any question I will answer. Love that. Um, which is not really the mysterious vibe I meant to give <laughs> off. <laughs> but also that's something that, like, you know, stigmas push on to women as well. Is like mm. it's so interesting how films break it down, I think, currently, is breaking down the whole, you know, women had the cinched waist, the beautiful tailored clothing, um, the hair coiffed and curled and the makeup done and everything before husband even gets out of bed. Yep. And that is like a very archaic, stereotypical example totally. I've used. But even something as simple as realising, like, hold on, we don't even get our clothes tailored these days. Like, we all are meant to wear the same size and look the same and look beautiful. Yeah. And how how is that something, a value that's been carried over through the times? And I guess the answer is, like, it isn't because businesses like yours mm-hmm. come through and say, oh, do it for yourself. Yes. Put the effort in. Show yep. people you're putting or don't. It's up to you. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to pretend that your fake tan is natural, you go, girl. Like, you do that. But as long as you're getting something out of it for yourself and no one's getting hurt. Best investment ever. Mm -hmm. Totally. Embrace. Yes, absolutely. So how was the business starting process for you? Like, when did you get started? (laughs) 
Are you from Perth? <laughs> yes. Yes. Born and raised. Okay. Um, I did live in Sydney for two years. Wow. My dad had a bit of a midlife crisis and was okay. like, let's move to Sydney. And then <laughs> mum was like, actually, I want to be with my family. So we moved back two, two years later. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so pretty much born and raised here my whole life, living in sort of like Vic Park area mm-hmm. and now Belmont. Um, Belmont local, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to basically back to the side that you were yes. on previously. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it feels like home for me. I've yeah. been in my house for seven years now and then started the beauty business just over two years ago. Awesome. Um, I did my, I like finished high school where they said in year 11, they were like, you probably won't be able to get a degree. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm 15. <laughs> like how am I meant to know what I'm meant to do? Or like 16. Yeah. And so they were like, mm, you can't really do it. So we're going to put you in vet school program right. to like help you finish school, but you're going to do it through a workplace. Right. And so I did a workplace, um, stint at the Ibis Hotel in the city, mm-hmm. was conquering that, felt so good in my food and beverage, just yeah. like cleaning eggs off plates. Oh my God, amazing. Yes. <laughs> really Very humbling. Fulfilling. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I did a diploma in hospitality, thought I wanted to pursue that because I was working in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the life for me. Yep. So I went and did a, I, that got me my path into um, my degree in host, uh, human resources. Right. So I finished a full degree in human resources yep. and then started working in, um, like HR in learning and development. It's quite huge. Um, yeah, big step. Yeah. Um, after like I ended up running the hotel as a duty manager oh, like wow. after seven years of being there. So like huge while I studied. <laughs> big. Yeah. Wow. I've had a few jobs. <laughs> yeah. And seven years sounds like a long time. Long time. I thought I'd never leave, but yeah. um, I just sort of was like, I'm topping out here. Mm-hmm. There's no, and there wasn't really anywhere to grow in that hotel. And I really mm-hmm. felt at home there. So I was like, I'm going to go in. I've got a degree now. May as yeah. well use it. So I went into West Track mm-hmm. in with mining, um, worked there in learning and development as an admin. And then my contract finished there. Um, and then I got headhunted to work in oil and gas, which oh, was cool. so cool. Like a LinkedIn yeah. vibe. And I was I like, that. just got poached one day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Does whoa. wonders for the ego. <laughs> it was so good. I was so yeah. gassed up. <laughs> um, and so while I was doing that, I was like, oh, I'm going to study beauty because like, mm-hmm. what's to lose? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had no idea about starting a business. Okay. Not a flipping clue. Right. Not a clue in the world. This is why I love speaking to people like you, because where you are now and that journey from like, I don't even know that business starting is an option. No idea. Yeah. Literally. So talk us through that process because I think a lot of people like to hear the whole, you know, I started from the bottom, now I'm here. But yeah. genuinely. I was like, it was like well pooped than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like it's easy enough to say like, oh yeah, my dad ran a really, you know, successful business and he gave me all his know-how totally. and that is legitimate as well. Like you amazing. get it. Get it. Great. Boss. But for those people who, I guess this episode is for people who don't have that experience or resource to be able to lean on. Totally. Um, so how did you do it? Um, slow and steady. Yeah. Um, so while I was working in oil and gas, COVID sort of made my job fall off the edge. Yeah. And Oof. so I was sort of like out of no, – I had no job and I had this like side beauty business where I was like every second weekend I would do eyelashes on my literal bed in my bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Just like kneeling on the floor doing yep. people's eyelashes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I'm literally the definition of started from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Nala would sleep <laughs> on her bed in the bedroom and I was just like lashing for yeah. three hours yeah. kneeling over someone's face. Like it's so wild to think back at that. Now yeah. I've got like a designated room in my house yeah. like with a full like moving bed. Like, oh, oh, feels so good. Yeah, yeah. Leveling but up. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Literally no idea. Um, but slow and steady was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of just upskilling courses along the way in the realm of beauty. Mm-hmm. But I was very lucky that my, I was 
at the time as a hobby doing mm. hula hooping. <gasps> Stop. That is so cool. <laughs> in Perth? In Perth, we yeah. Ta- we have that? We do. That's There's, crazy. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about circus life, obviously. It's yeah. so random. <laughs> but the gym I was going to was like, yeah. oh, um, have you ever thought of hula hooping? I was like, huh? Uh, yeah. What? Freaks. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's lame. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> I don't want to be in a traveling circus. Yeah, literally. I was like, oh, no. Nope. Anyway, wow. one day I picked it up because the guy at the gym, Trevor, yep. old mate from old Belmont, mate anytime fitness. Shout out to Trev. Shout yep. out to Trev. <laughs> and he literally threw a hula hoop and he's like, I bet you couldn't do it. I was like, oh, and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, challenge accepted. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and that like lit a fire under my ass. Yeah, no, you can say oh, ass. Go on, please. We swear here. It's fine. <laughs> Little fire under my ass. And I was like, all right. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. But I want to be better. Mm. How can I be better and level up? So I did hula hooping classes in Scarborough with Happy Healthy Hoops here in Perth. Like, shout out to Brie. It's so great. It's so great. And what a, like, a sick community. Like the girls there are just like epic and so passionate about it. Like Amazing. they love their day jobs and then they go spin hall hoops at night. Like it's so cool. That is and so cool. And such a cool way to get in touch with your body and be fit and yeah. like healthy. I uh, love it. Yeah. I feel like that's an exercise. I mean, I've actually seen it on TikTok. They do mm. those like weird, they've got like hoops, but they've got like a weight and it's actually oh. advertises like an exercise, like weight loss weight thing. Loss. And f- first of all, I was like, can we not take a childhood experience that Mm. it was really fun you know for women and little boys alike you know (laughs) however you identify as a child who who loops Mm -hmm. like why are we taking that and turning it into like yes it is great for exercise and all that but can we can we not like take it and twist it so this community sounds and i believe in like the weirdest shit has attracts the weirdest people which are the best the best people yeah what makes you weird in high school is what makes you elite in real life like in your outside high school that makes you you and that's what people want 100 percent. yeah but brie who's the owner of it was like i need an admin yeah i was like slay (laughs) i have no job (laughs) we are a perfect i was like you want to fall in love yeah And so, yeah, I became admin there doing 20 hours a week. And then she was so encouraging of me. Like, I literally think she was such a big mentor of me growing and was like, well, should you do admin? Have you ever thought about doing studying to be a personal trainer? Oh. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) So then she encouraged me and helped me on my path, like gave me work that like went along with it. And I became a personal trainer last year and started working at F45 Belmont. Thank you. That's so exciting. So I'm like healthy hype gal. Yeah. Like, uh, I know that the aura in this room is like really, really bright. Oh, thanks. <laughs> really nice. That's and so not kind. just from the lights. <laughs> there, are, there are no lights actually in here. She's <laughs> emanating off the walls. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm, Congrats. So, That's exciting. Uh, thank you. Mm. It was, yeah, as I said, love learning and growing and mm. Learning new things, so it was just like the perfect thing for me. And Brie yeah. was such a great mentor. Um, but through that, I ended up leaving um, Happy Healthy Hoops as the admin and went and pursued doing personal training at F45. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm running my business full time, whole hog believing in myself. You know, when mm-hmm. you're just like down to it, you're like, I have to do it. Like mm-hmm. this is where my passion is. Mm-hmm. I love empowering people, making them feel good. And if they yeah. can indulge in that, you know, two hours of self care every yeah. fortnight or every three weeks or every four weeks. Yeah. I want to be that gal and I want to be there for the chats about their husband who doesn't put the dishes in the sink or like if they're having boy troubles. Oh my God, I love boy troubles or people from work. Oh my God. When they're like, (laughs) Susan did the dumbest thing. I'm like, tell me about Susan. (laughs) And then the next week it's like, literally, so how to go with Susan. Literally, (laughs) literally. Oh my God, I love it. And it's amazing how many friends that I've created or like friendships I've 
been able to make yeah. from clients as well, like that I can have at my birthday now. Like it's oh, wild so cool. because you see them almost more than you see some of your other family. Yeah. Like you see them every two weeks for two hours. Yep. Like or, and 90 minutes or whatever. Like Huge. it's amazing. Huge. So the community that I have now with my Lash clients is mm-hmm. just like so cup filling for me every day. Yeah. I'm so blessed to do what I do. That's amazing. So, so it sounds really like from the gra- like the grassroots of your business, it was driven by passion, yep. driven by like your connection with people. Definitely. Um, are you extroverted or introverted? Oh, definitely extroverted. Yeah. <laughs> I was picking up some vibes. <laughs> um, I think that's great. Um, and I feel like you've channeled it into something that positively impacts other people. Um, what's been the hardest thing that you've dealt with in the business? So you, before you mentioned you had no idea how to start a business and you were like literally kneeling over your bed to do the doing <laughs> yeah what about the business side of things because you had some ad- admin skills and so mm-hmm. I guess you might have had some inclination to like organize the business into something that could be structured like a business so mm-hmm. you make profit from it you totally. have um, processes in place that sort of thing how did you go about learning that did someone help you like how did you how did you start doing taxes you know <laughs> that is still all up to grant <laughs> My accountant, yeah. I have no, I'm very, yeah. yeah, God said to me when I was born, he was like, not uh, personally, I'm not believing in God, but yeah. God said, for the sake of she the story, doesn't yeah. need yeah. brains, yeah. just looks will do her. Oh, I love that. <laughs> just looks. And a zest for life. <laughs> a zest for life. She's just a hype girl. Yeah, I love that. But um, so Grant, which I'm very thankful for, is a family friend and he does my accounts mm. because I literally have no idea. And why would you? I think it's someone who, the guy who runs Amazon was just like, why would I do something that I have no idea about when I can pay someone a good wage to do it? Yeah. So like, I don't know how to do tax. Mm-hmm. Like I have a degree in human resources, but mm. I'm not, and I'm bright, like I'm a bright person, yeah. but like, I don't know how to do tax. Yeah. I've got a thought between yeah. my eyes for tax. Like <laughs> no, no chance. Just your thing. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I bring other things to the table. So why not outsource it to yeah. someone who can do it and do it well yeah. and find all these, like, like he's talking to me about how I can now, um, like, because I pay rent for my home mm-hmm. and I have a designated room. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's 30% of your rent. Like basically we need to start oh. claiming on that. And I'm like, Slay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Grant. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Please make me more money. But I That's had no, great. I still have no idea about tax. But yeah. again, if you outsource to the right people, amazing. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Um, I think marketing was also a big struggle for me as well. Right. Um, I, when I was doing my human resources degree, I was like, oh, I don't, like a single major, you had to pick electives. Mm-hmm. So I picked marketing because I was like, something I could maybe dabble into. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. Digital oh, marketing, great. I loved it. I loved like the thought process behind it and everything like that. And oh, I was like, amazing. so cool that you can reach so many people on social media. Like, yeah. oh, how cool. It is great. And like, I love having a fat chat. So yeah. like, <laughs> amazing. Let me talk to more people. Yeah, Let me get great. engagement. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. But I still had no idea how to like tailor that to my business. And right. I think from starting like grassroots, like you said, I had mm. no idea how to grow an audience yeah. um, organically because I wanted to bring the right people for me yeah. as well yeah. um, and loyal clients. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think marketing was I, – I understood it mm-hmm. for the most part and I understood like my target audience and stuff like that, but I didn't know how to sort of get into that. And then also the admin on the side of how to – like I've, I know my services, yeah. but how do I get people to use my website and book it? Yeah. Um. So I did a training course with Kanisha, who runs by Kanisha, who was literally one of my like idols in I the Perth Lash scene. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love the play I, on name. Oh, love. Yep. And she was so good. She was like, use this booking system, categorize oh, in great. these colors. This is what I would do. 
And like my life has never been easier. How like, did you approach that mentor? Like were you so were you a, a fan girl? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Came on strong. Yes. We love it. Yeah. I just well, why not? Why hide the crazy? Yeah. If that's <laughs> who I am, it is what it is. Yeah, and if they don't want to work with you or so, be yeah. friends with you, yeah. it's like cool. Locked. Take you it know? out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And so I was like to Kanisha, I was like, I don't know if you ever considered like doing one on one training, but I would love to learn from you. I'd consider you one of my idols. And she's like, I actually am gonna be launching one on one training. I was like, perfect. Amazing. Like, I think I was like one of the first three people she had in for her trainings when she started up. And like, it was the most life changing experience for me. Like, money well spent. Yeah. Money well spent. Oh, I'm so glad. That sounds like such a nice natural process as well. Totally. And there's so many beautiful, I think um, lash techs can be quite competitive from what I've seen in the US and stuff like that. But I feel like the Perth lash community is so supportive of one Mm. another. Like, everybody wants to succeed. Mm. There's room Mm. for all of us to grow and succeed and Mm. be amazing and have our own flair on it. Like, people don't come to me just because I do brows they come to me because I do brows yeah and I am so me and so uniquely me and they yeah. feel safe in the space that I present and I love that that's awesome yeah yeah no I started following your um, social media channels when Beck introduced us and I was like oh yeah you can tell someone's personality if especially if they've got it online and they're not afraid to like I feel like with the podcast I definitely could put my face on it more but as you can tell I'm more of like I'm not a in front of the camera kind of person and I'm mm-hmm. trying to change that because it's something I'm passionate about too totally. and I think if you can bring your best self forward and feel comfortable and empowered in however you feel that way like whether mm-hmm. it's looking aesthetically you know ready for the day mm-hmm. um, or if you want to feel comfortable and you're like I want to be able to let my real self shine through without being like, is this top two tight? Totally. I feel like I can't walk in these shoes. Like that sort of thing. Absolutely. So it's so individual. Definitely. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. So as an as a business owner, you would see mm, like myriads of people come through, right? Yes. Who are your people? Like how do you speak to your genuine people? And what did you learn anything about like the language you should use, the mediums that you talk to people through? When I did my spray tan training, actually, because I find that I've really stepped into my like personal authenticity in the last probably when I turned 26, I'd say, in mm. the last like two issues because I'm 28 now. Mm. And I was so nervous to like, I was like, I have to dress up every day in black like a salon owner oh, would do. Gosh. And I created this like person in my head. Yep. And now I lash in like trackies if it's winter like yeah. cute trackies like yeah, not, yeah. not like <laughs> not like gross That's 20 year old trackies yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's like cute sets and like stuff but I was like oh I just feel like I have to fulfill this persona yeah. that like was put out there in my head because yeah. if you go to you know big brands in Perth they're like all in uniform or mm. whatever and I was like I have to do that I have to mm-hmm. be clean and professional yeah. and then I actually did and then I was like no I should just be who I am yeah and I did spray tan training a few months ago and I was like saying to this girl while I was spray tanning her I was like you like have the most beautiful skin and like I love it and she's like I'm a bit self-conscious about my boobs and I was like oh don't be like boobs are boobs boobs are great but don't even think about it two thoughts not even another one like don't even think about it and she was just like oh thanks like cool and then the lady pulled me aside after and goes love your energy but like you don't need to talk about her boobs and I was like but that's who I am like I still hyped her up like and I think just not being afraid to say that because I think if a client like you would build that relationship with them already like in that first meet and greet while they do their consultation and stuff so they know your vibe and stuff like that prior to like that like strip down into a g-string you know like you get that five ten minutes to really personally get to know someone and I think you tailor yourself to like if I see someone who 
sort of looks like my mum. Like, mm-hmm. for example, my mum's, I think, in her early 60s. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I see someone like that, I'm not going to be like, hey, nice boobs. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you'd be like, how's your day? Yeah. Did you go to coffee this morning? Whatever. You'd, you'd make be authentic. Yeah. yeah. Still authentically you and bringing your essence, but mm-hmm. I think toning it for them so they feel comfortable is super mm. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that because it's interesting as well. Like you talk about the place, the time and place that you're in and the audience that you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. It's in person because you deal with people like right up in their vulnerable spots. Totally. Right? It's a thought I think every girl and maybe some men as well have had is like, what do, for example, bikini waxes, Brazilian waxes, what do they think when my bum hole's on display? Totally. Like, are they but we like, all have bum holes. the worst bum hole I've ever seen? <laughs> and like, even if they are thinking that for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, they're not going to say it to your face. Never. And like it's a bum hole so that's not going to be great. Like if yeah. you go in there being like, oh, like it's like, what did you like, did you think what she was going to be a great bum hole? Yeah. It's really nice. It's really nice. Bum. Have you seen the TikTok about that? There's no. This girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's this girl that like is like getting a, but her butt wax yeah. and she's like pulled her like cheeks apart. Oh, yes. And the girl goes, nice ring. But the, and the girl who's getting a butt wax was like, oh, you don't need to say that. <laughs> like and it was talking about a wedding ring. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest, <laughs> most relatable thing. Nice ring. And you're like, my, 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 my actual? My actual? Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and to comment on it, I would straight up be like, well, you're lying. <laughs> no one's got a nice ring. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, my God, I love that. It's just iconic. And I think, but yeah, like you were saying, I think catering to your audience, everybody's different. Everyone's got their own story. I think when you're dealing with me online, I try to put on my website a lot about me. Mm-hmm. I like to say like what like details about me before in my policies Mm -hmm. page, just being like, hi, I'm Katie. This is who I am. I have a dog. She'll bark when you arrive, but like, she's the sweetest, cutest, Mm. lick your face off baby Mm. in the world. Mm. But like, and really give you notes about me so you can get to know me before you arrive, which I think is super important. So people are like, I'm not just this random Mm. with like one photo. That's it. Like you get to know me because I want to get to know you. And I want this to be like, and if I've ever done something wrong in my services, I would love to know because I want to cater it to you and be the best ever for you. Oh my God. So what is your opinion or your take on people who like go and get their hair cut and they're like, oh my God, love it. And they get home and they're like, I hate it. (laughs) I had to (laughs) fix it or whatever. Because I imagine you would deal with people who come in with expectations. Maybe they haven't communicated them a hundred percent and they have a negative for whatever reason, a negative experience. And it's not necessarily based on the service, but it's do you find it's based on their expectations and a communication style? How, have you ever dealt with that? Totally. Yeah. Even with lash lifts, um, sometimes we've got hairs in different phases of mm-hmm. their growth. And like when you lift them, they can sort of kink right at the end if they're new mm. and not long like the other ones. Mm. And so, for example, when they grow out, they've got a small kink on the end. And some people will be like, oh, why have I got kinked lashes? Like yeah. I did not pay you for kinked lashes. And I'm like okay, totally get that. Here's why. Mm. Let me tell you why. Like it's because that hair has just grown through, blah, 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 blah. And just I think um, so they understand as well why it's happening. That client education is huge. Yeah. Huge. Or like if their lashes fall out quickly, well, have you washed them? Because Mm. lashes can't stick to oily lashes. Like if you're going to the gym every day and it's like if you're not cleaning them, they're going to be gross. Yeah, and they're going to fall out quickly and it's not going to be great. Like it's all these little things on client um, setting that expectation I think as well. Oh, that's yep. interesting. And educating. Yeah, because I suppose for someone new, like it's about starting the process. Mm-hmm. Do you, like how do you handle that education education process <laughs> with someone who's never had the experience before? I like to um, sit them down when they do their consultation mm-hmm. and 
walk them through the products that I'm going to be using and be like, so for example, with a lash lift, I'm going to put a silicone shield across the top of your eye, but on the bottom, I'm going to use an iPad to seal them off separate. Mm -hmm. So that way I don't perm them up onto the other. And I think just those little steps along the way, like really creates a visual in their head. Because if you're going to lie there for an hour with your eyes closed, you're like, what is this lady doing? Yeah. What is she doing? I'm so concerned. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think in that consultation, walking them through and be like, this is what you can expect. Ask me questions at any point. Yeah. You can just let me know. Yeah. Um, okay, that's kind of prompted a question that I feel like, and like I don't know if other people have asked you this before, yeah. but there are people in the beauty industry that do things badly. They do. It's, totally. There's a thing. It's a yeah. yeah. Especially if you're learning, I suppose, like things can go totally. wrong. Yeah, my first six months. Yeah, right. Good. So <laughs> how how does one sort of grow from that? And I know like the, first, the obvious answer is just practice, 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 mm-hmm. but there's a lot of ramifications in beginning something and failing at it and from all the business owners I've spoken to like a lot of them say it's about building confidence through doing it over and over it's about getting the right resources education trusting yourself all that how did you find the jump going from like that first six months of I don't know what I'm doing I just know I have a passion and now I'm getting educated in it to now I'm confident have you reached that point well you said before you're like I've got you girl yes I'm confident totally yeah and it's taken two years right um so as I said, the first six months for me, I was just a fish out of water. I had mm-hmm. no idea what I was doing, flapping around. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a visual. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. Yeah, yeah. Like me with coffee, I was like. <laughs> yeah, no, not ideal, not ideal. <laughs> um, but I think surrounding yourself and like I said, I'm not, I'm very now unapologetically me, yeah. very authentic and I love to approach people in the community and be like, oh, what products do you use? Yeah. And some less checks will be like gatekeeping, which is like. They're not the people you want to be around. No. Like, why, why can't you tell me which glue you yeah. use? Like, I think having an open space and I found another girl who now is my lash bestie, yes. Chloe. Literally my ride or die lash oh. bestie. We can talk about everything. And I think educating each other and talking all the time, comparing work, like having that safe space for us to always chat very transparently was mm-hmm. huge for my growth. Yeah. Huge. Because I would just be like, hey, these iPads are different. Why aren't they working? And like creating that space between us. Mm-hmm. We can have those like conversations because I feel like when you go out on your own into your business, if you don't have those solid supports of people in your industry, mm. like my dad can't help me with lashing. Mm, he can yeah. be like, go girl, you're the best. Like, good yes, job. Support. You're going to do amazing. Oh, and mum. Yeah. Thanks mum. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> but like dad doesn't know how to do what I'm doing yeah. and dad doesn't know how to market it online on social media and stuff like that. So yes. I think finding that space that you can find the, find the right people to support you on your journey yeah. is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. seek them out. Yeah. Like, why not? I literally said to some girl the other day, I was like, you are literally my brow idol. Oh. Like, I would love to one day learn from you. Yeah. Like, you are my inspiration. Please keep keep it up. Like, yeah. Grab and the she hula was like, hoop. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> grab the hula hoop with both hands and just yes. go. Yes. Yeah. Grab the hoop by both hands. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So in terms of like branding yourself and putting yourself out there officially, mm-hmm. was it was it easy for you? Did you like... Was there any, like, doubt? I assume, like, you would have gone through a little, like, up, down, up, down about yeah. it. And how do you feel about it now? So how did that brand – not branding um, – like, getting your personality established in the business because mm. your personality is your business and totally. vice versa. So how did you establish that, go about establishing it, and how do you feel about it now? So I recently actually went through a name change, okay. which was new and exciting, and yeah. I had thought about it for a while. When I first opened my business, I was Lash Out with Katie, mm-hmm. which I thought was so cute and yep. so fun, really brought my essence into the mm-hmm. name as well. But then I thought, oh, I'm really boxing myself in with Lash 
like in the name yeah. and also having my name in it. For example, if I wanted to sell the business one day down the track mm. or upskill people or create a, an area where I can have like, say if I open up a salon one day of my own yeah. and I have a nail artist come in or I have a hairstylist mm. come in or whatever down the line, yeah. if I, if my name's on the, on the door, obviously that's amazing. But mm. like if I can have it where it's a universal space that's welcoming for everybody, yeah. I found that was better. So I was like trying to find little things that I could find that like are in my beliefs um, – to change my name into and I was playing with so many names. I was like, can I put Scorpio into it or can I put like Nala's yeah. name into it or yeah. whatever, like down – I just had no idea what All I was All these saying. ideas, yeah. yeah. and then I um, was doing some research into Greek goddesses for some yeah. reason. You know when you're on TikTok doing the scroll? Oh, yeah. Deep, dark yeah. hole. And yeah. so I was like, Asteria. I was like, that's so random. And like I really liked the sound of the name Yeah. Um, and she's the goddess of the stars. And oh. I just thought it's so beautiful like Very to fitting. have yeah, yeah, something like a little bit spiritual and like such a cool like different name. I mm-hmm. don't think anyone in Perth really knows the, uh, the name. Mm. Um, well, hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like no one really – yeah, I think there's no one else out there with a name like mine. And yeah. I put aesthetics in it because I feel like it can overall encompass me for what I'm doing now and going forward in the future yeah. for any other skills that I bring um, – or if one day I would love to get into training and if I could be a stereo academy. Like, mm, that's so oh cool. Oh, my God, it says what it is and it has yep. opportunity to expand. Totally. Oh, thank you, TikTok, for the inspo. <laughs> See, yeah. I've got two friends that are like, I hate TikTok, but then they'll send me stuff on Instagram. I'm like, I saw this on TikTok like six weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That was We've two moved weeks on. ago. Don't. The world's moved on. Yeah. You, it was a known bone state. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you and the boomers are doing very well trying to keep up, but... Give it up. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, cool. That's a really that's a cool story. Yeah. And it's like it's the it's left it open for change as well. Totally. So anything that you feel like it's obviously a process to update like a business name or to mm-hmm. learn how to do a part of the business. Say, for example, Grant needs to go pursue other, you know, he wants to be a chef or something. Hi Grant. <laughs> I need to find a new Accountant. Totally. It's like you sound like you're open to that sort of change. Absolutely. Mm. All the time. I think learning and growing and changing is one of the best things Mm. ever that you can always do. Because as long as you're not hurting someone, go for it. Go for it. Make the mistakes because you probably won't make them again the second time. Exactly. Like I think it's such a learning thing and failure is such a horrible thing to go through when something doesn't work out your way. Mm. But the things you can learn from failure is huge, huge learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. I have one last big question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as a business owner, I don't know how you think of yourself. Actually, I should probably ask. Do you feel like you, – would you call yourself a business owner or would you be like I'm more of someone who's just like living my passion? Oh, that is a good question. Yeah. Um, and I ask to give you some time to think about yeah. it. I ask this because I feel like some people go into business ownership as like um, with a very logical approach and mm-hmm. they, you know, have templated ideas of what they think a business owner should look like or do or be like, you know, in terms of like how they spend their time, what sort of resources they need to have and stress they need to put themselves under because some stress is good. Yes. Um, and avoiding burnout and all that sort of thing. Um, and then you have, I find, a lot of creatives that I speak to. So people in your industry, in, mm-hmm. you know, tattoo artists, in art. Like actually um, we had a muralist on as well. <sighs> and having like stuff where they're, they're so creative um, but the industry that they learn in doesn't facilitate learning the business side of things. So, yes, they're a business owner but it's because they have to be because it's their livelihood. Totally. So how do you feel about that concept of I'm a business owner doing something I love but it's also my living, like it's my, totally. my livelihood. Totally. And I've always thought that like I would like be an admin mm. for the rest of my life. Like right. I was like I feel so good and so confident at it. And I think even on the bad days in being a business owner or being a creative 
in this industry. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just go back to admin. Yeah. Like literally last week I was like, maybe I'll just go back. Yeah. <laughs> this is so Crisis. hard. This is so yeah. hard. And, and, so and you just have to back yourself and it's so hard to do it. But mm. I think um, identifying wise, I would say I'm a creative who has a business mm-hmm. because I am learning the business thing as I go along. Mm. Like, and I think how amazing. Like, yeah. Such a sick opportunity. Like I've... I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm loving every yes. flipping minute of it. Oh, I love love it. Literally yeah. love it. Yeah, I love that. And you haven't closed the door on like, I will be a successful business owner who will make X amount of figures. Mm. But if you get there, you're like, oh, it's a nice goal to have. Totally. Yeah. Totally. If I make 50 grand, great. If I make 60 grand, great. If I make 30 grand, great. As long as I can pay my rent, pay for my dog's anxiety medication. <laughs> Life is good. And oh, a bottle of wine. <laughs> Living the dream. Like I just think – and how amazing being a business owner that you can set your life up how yeah. you want. I can go to the 9.30 a.m. class at the gym with all the mums, living my best life. Love that. Like and go for coffee with my mum on a random Tuesday or yeah. go for a walk around the river on an afternoon at like 3 p.m. Yeah. Like – why shouldn't you? How amazing. Yeah. Like being a business owner or like a creative in this, like in any industry, what a sick opportunity that we yeah. can live our life and not have to slave over nine to five. Like it's so easy to fall. I could go back into admin in a second yeah. and I could live that life again. And yeah. it was cool because I had structure and that was awesome because my brain loved that. Yeah. My brain loved the structure yeah. and not having the stress. I'd work, wake up at a certain time, go to the gym at a certain time, yeah. go to work at a certain time, come home, make dinner. And that was it. Yeah. But is that it? Yeah. Is that all you want? Yeah. Don't you want more for yourself? Don't you want that exciting, like, ride the dips and valleys of the yes. wave? I want to pick up, if I want to go for a, like, holiday in February, I can go. Yeah. And I've set up my business to be able to be self-sufficient while I'm gone. Yeah. Like, how phenomenal. That's so great. That's really interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like I've just come into that space of being comfortable with the podcast being a business mm. and me being like, oh, it's not just me trying to like glorify my hobby. No. It's not. It's also not me being like, all right, well, now we have to take this to what everyone else is doing in podcasting, which is, you know, a very structured template that seems to come out of the how to start a podcast 101. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, yeah, if I put it on pause for, you know, the holiday period because I just need three weeks break. Totally. No one dies. Nope. Nothing. Everyone's all good. down. Yep. People still have high opinions. Like the amount of people that told me, oh, you're still putting stuff out consistently. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then I realized I scheduled stuff weekly. Oh, and I was like, And Damn. isn't that the best? Yeah. Batch. Th- oh, for any business content, people yeah. out there who mm. aren't batching content, batch. What are you doing? Yeah. Time to batch. Yeah. It's only something I've started learning recently because my best friend has a photographer as a boyfriend. Right. And he, uh, she was talking about how he's like batched heaps. And I was like. I don't know what batching is. Yeah. I'm really nervous. I have no idea. Help me, please. (laughs) Um, And then I learned and I've only just started doing it in the last few weeks and I'm like, this is life-changing. Yeah. To like, I've like got in my notes all the captions on all my posts I'm going to be doing. Oh, that's the next level. And they're just very simple. Like, what is a lash lift? Mm. Let me talk about that. Like, it's Mm. it's very easy, but it's in my language and I want it to be as a conversation, like, because people will read that. Yeah. People want it, like, Like, human. I don't want just, like, a textbook definition. I want to be like, oh, this bit won't hurt. This bit might hurt. Yes. You know, waxing's going to hurt. That's the end of it. But I'll put a soothing gel on after and you'll be sliving. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my god, that is my. I feel like I'm in my sleigh and sliving era oh, of yeah. my life, which is so <laughs> annoying. For those who don't know, sliving is slaying while living. Yep. And Paris Hilton, what an <laughs> icon! She's a business expert. She's a business lady. chick. For oh my sure. god, I love it. Yep. 
she's actually quite interesting because like when I first like started looking at icons and people that I was I was thinking you know do this really well mm. they obviously make a business out of it or you know I studied something like you know in PR we study Taylor Swift and how she's gotten an audience and a community yeah. and it, it seems quite slapstick to be like oh this artist who's super famous and you you almost can't identify with it because you're like well I don't want fame and I can't mm-hmm. sing and like but it's like no no the principle of the matter is totally the very bare base things that they've got in place, which is prioritizing connecting with your people, getting the processes and operations done. If you can't do them, give them to someone else to do. And if mm. you can't pay for them right now, figure out how you will be able to pay yep, for make them. Make it work. Make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is about like that stepped challenge. Cause I like, I speak to a lot of young entrepreneurs as well who have these grand ideas um, and almost don't want to get started until they're good at it, but you can't get good at it unless you start. Absolutely. And again, with the failure thing, mm. fail, mm. learn. Let's and get to a new bit. Mm. Absolutely. So I think it's super valuable to have that outlook of like, just take it as it comes, but make sure yep. you, even those days where you feel like, oh, I don't want to do this. I want to go back to a solid job that I know I can do from a desk. Um, and that's also fine. Totally. But recognize it's temporary and you started this other project because, like, for a very good reason. Totally. Because you wanted to do it. 100%. And if you lean into that, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. And that's in not just business, it's in life. Absolutely. Freaking figure it out. Go. Yeah. Work out how to Mm. blog and make money from it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if that's your passion, you will find a way. Do it. Because I remember when I was younger hearing a quote that was like, um, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. But I really believe it's find a job you love and you will work tirelessly. Yeah. Endlessly for that job because that is what you love and you will want it to succeed with every cell in your body. Like, I love that. Why does work have to have a negative connotation? Totally. No one wants to bad work everyone like people mostly want to work in the good sense of the term work mm-hmm. because otherwise humans don't really have a process yeah. I mean, a purpose if we're not mm-hmm. working towards something right totally yeah you got process on the brain um <laughs> i feel like we've covered some really cool topics do you have any last thoughts or advice you would give to someone that's maybe starting in your area like two or five years ago Ooh, um i think my thing would be jump Like literally do it. If you think, if you've got this like one tiny 1% spec in you that you're like, oh, I really, I think I could do it. Do it. Like, and do the weird things. Yeah. Like, because I think you'll, you'll find your people. Like you will 100%, those people will gravitate to you. Present as yourself, believe in yourself 100% and people will come. Like I haven't really done any Instagram sponsored ads in a while, Mm -hmm. but people are still coming to my business because Mm -hmm. they find me and I resonate with them. And I think if you put yourself out there and I think it's so important to also put your face on your business, like you're learning how to do, you people are so much more drawn to you when you show your face. Like I post the dumbest, dumbest (laughs) reels of making a fool of myself and people are like, that's Katie. Yeah, I want to go to Katie because she's a real person and it's someone I'll feel comfortable around, which is like. So iconic. I love that so yes. much that I can bring that and be a safe space. Like, yeah. A, oh. But, yeah, my advice is jump. Absolutely. I still have no idea what I'm doing, but you find the right people to support you on your journey mm. and, you, and you learn every day. If you invest in yourself and find the right people to learn from, that's it. Yeah. End of story. Keep growing every day. Because as adults, we don't get a blueprint to life. We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. No one has no. any idea what they're doing. Yeah, spoiler alert. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like no idea. So jump. Yeah. Absolutely jump in. Oh, I love that. And I like to resonate on what you said before about, you know, if you were the coolest kid in high school, the weirdest kid in high school, like, that's great. Use that. Slay. Um, and even mm-hmm. now I feel like I don't know if I should post that video. It's fine. If people, like, if yes. people do judge you, most people don't say it to your face. And if they do, goodbye. See ya. Like, Block. see ya. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, what 
whatever leaves that that space that they leave there is space for someone else to come into. So I love that. Absolutely. Oh my god, that was awesome. I can't <laughs> believe it's been forty five minutes. Oh my goodness. I know. I feel like we've <laughs> Sorry been for chatting your ear off. <laughs> yeah. How dare you speak about yourself on the podcast about you? How dare you? Um that was amazing. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? I want to ask how people can maybe get in touch with you. Mm, totally. You, but if you have any other things you want to, anything coming up on the biz that, you you know, we can look out for. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you can find me at Asteria Aesthetics underscore underscore on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Katie. Um, I have so many interests, so I'm sure we can bond over something. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> very multi-passionate. Very hard to get along with. Yeah. Um, brace yourselves. <laughs> um, if you've got a dad joke, you can always lead in with that. Love those. Love that. <laughs> Big fan of that. Um, I'm located in Kudale. Uh Oh, actually a fun yes. note, something exciting that's coming is I just did a fundraiser with Cat Haven <gasps> here in Perth. Oh, cool. Um, and we had three kittens come along and I did a whole day from 8am to 8pm spray tanning. 41 spray tans <gasps> in one day. I think I was loopy by about <laughs> seven. I was like, so many Not fumes. Not just from inhaling the fumes, just like the day. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was amazing. We ended up raising, it was just donate what you wish, all the profits and everything went towards Cat Haven. Oh my God, amazing. So we had such three cute kittens, Scout, Rosie and Squid. were oh. so beautiful. Squ- Squ- I know I'm dead. That's so Literally cute. dead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Amber from Cat Haven um, managed to get me some kittens and was there the whole day supporting me, um, which was amazing. Um, and so we raised uh, $1,359 across the day. Um, and we're going to be doing that again in February or March. So stay wow. tuned on the socials. Um, and I was lucky enough to even get the products sponsored by the spray tan brand Azua Tan. So amazing. that was amazing. So we can cater to like uh, whether like for yourself with olive skin, mm-hmm. I have very pink-based tones. Mm-hmm. I use a green-based tan. Yep. And then for someone like you with olive tones, use a violet-based tan. Yeah. So I can cater to both like Everything will work out to be the best tan of your life. Yeah. Um, and you get to cuddle kittens. Yeah. So stay tuned on that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for leaving it on such a high note. I love that. Kittens. Who doesn't love kittens? I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The best. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time. It was really great to Thank chat. Thank you for having you. me, Taryn. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Perth Business Podcast. If there's anyone that you specifically want to hear from or you think would be great on the podcast, send us a DM on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or you can email us at theperthbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you here next time.